All right, guys, welcome to episode five of the Low Gravity Podcast. We're doing really good at keeping this up weekly, right? We totally did not skip a week, Mike. Totally not. There's no way. No, no we're right on track. We're ahead of schedule. We're doing too good at this, they say. We actually have some talking points, some pretty important talking points, unlike last week where we kind of lost our minds for an hour straight and called it a podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. That was peak podcastage. That's exactly what powerful Jerry and all those big boys in the podcast sphere do. He's just the first one that came to my mind because I know he's got the biggest one. Coming up this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Diablo 4. Mike's been playing the beta. We're going to do a little review roundup of Resident Evil 4, as well as probably some conversations about the demo that was released last week, as well as uh, a weird and heartbreaking decision made by EA to delist some of the games off uh, digital marketplaces. But let's kick it off with the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop, right? The beginning of the show. I want to hear all about Diablo 4 from you, Michael. Tell me about it. Diablo 4 is not really an ARPG. It's more, it feels more like an MMO this time. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with what ARPGs are. You're not, I know you're like relatively new to PC gaming. So it's like you, you kind of go into a, a dungeon and then you just delete mobs of enemies and hopefully you get like loot that makes you delete enemies better, right? Is Diablo anything like Destiny? Yeah, it's kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like up that same vein, right? I, I, I um, I've never played a Diablo game. It's like um, I'm trying to think of like, all right, have you ever played a game that's like top down? Yeah, the original Fallout's. That's right. Okay, so it's like that. So you control your characters that way, and then your objective is like you just want to be able to clear dungeons faster and faster and faster and get better and cooler gear to make you look fucking juice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look fucking thick. But um, it it has some of that same formula. It plays nice and slow, kind of like Diablo. The way I look like to think of this game is. Uh, I played it. I played a lot of it. Um, but it plays more like a, an MMO. And I actually enjoy that. That's a good direction, I think. At least I hope that they kind of continue on that. You know, there's like what side you... quests and stuff to do. Go ahead. What do you mean it plays like an MMO? Like uh, repeatable quests? Like ambient shit like that? or It just feels like an MMO. So it's more okay. of like an open world environment this time around rather than kind of a linear like progression right um i know eventually it's probably gonna get to the same like repetitive grindy like pushing levels thing but like in the snapshot that we played so you got to level 25 that's where they capped you they didn't let you out of the first area or past the first act um but it felt more like an mmo in the game game felt good like i enjoyed the crap out of it but I, I've been like reading online, like some people are like, ah, oh, re, 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 this is bad, or ah, oh, this is great, or like, it's very polarizing right now, and I'm just interested to see what the devs do with it, you know? No one's going to be happy with that, especially when it comes to video games, that old saying of, you can't please all the people all the time is just 100% true. Absolutely. I actually think you would really enjoy it, though. I really do. I probably will um, enjoy it. I I think I lied to you when I said I never played Diablo three because I think there was a or Diablo because I think there was a demo for Diablo three 
um, when it first came to consoles, like you know what, ten years ago for PS4 mm-hmm. or some shit. I think I I think I played the demo for it or some shit. So, but that's like it, that's as deep as my knowledge goes of Diablo. Yeah, it's just it's just good. So like Diablo three took everything Diablo two did and just kind of pooped on it. Unfortunately, um, there's a lot of people that really like Diablo three. I think Diablo three is fun, but I don't think it's Diablo two. Does that make sense? Yeah, I heard Diablo two is like a, it's like a critically acclaimed. Like it's a it's a renowned game. Yeah, no, uh, Diablo two, um, legendary game. It's like uh. The problem with Diablo 2 for a lot of people is that it's turbo RNG. So it's like, if you want to get the best fucking item in the game for your character, you may have to, like, just, you just basically have to get lucky. Yeah. Um, Like, for example, like, oh, I need, uh, I'm going to use a Diablo 3 item because it just comes to my head a little bit quicker. But there's an item that I needed in a build a while ago called the Furnace. And it's like, in Diablo 2, it may have four stats on it. And those four stats can be totally fucking random. And there's a god roll where you have all four stats perfect. And that's going to be the best that you possibly can be. But if you get a fucking, if you get the item and it doesn't have those four stats or whatever that are absolutely perfect, it's fucking junk (laughs) until you get it perfect. That's kind of the fun of it, I guess. It's just like, oh, you can keep building and building and building because there's no way in in hell you're going to get like the most perfect roll on the item every single time, you know? Um, and the objective, yeah, yeah, that's Diablo 2. Diablo 3, they took that, they kind of refined it a little bit. Um, I think in Diablo 4, I hope that there's something kind of similar to that, but different. Like, I don't want them to necessarily make it so that way it's like a turbo, I need to grind forever fest like that, where you just keep grinding out and hope that you get the same item. But I hope that there's something that kind of adds that little charm to it where it's like a little bit of an RNG element. You know what I'm saying? Don't need to be full RNG, but like just a little bit would be cool. So could you get like, I'm going to use an example like Apex Legends. I know they're not alike, but like with Apex Legends, I get like a battle pack or some shit for leveling up and everything I get is like emotes and skins for fucking legends I don't use or don't or don't have unlocked with Diablo could you get like a piece of armor as a reward that you can't even use because it's for an entirely separate class they tuned that out a little bit in Diablo 2 it's total RNG what you get doesn't matter yeah. what yeah just because it's older you know but like that was yeah. kind of the fun of it it's just like you know you blew through packs of mobs and you never knew what you're gonna get like you might get a katar or something that's for the assassin or you might get like a staff or a sorcerer but you might be a barbarian and you need a big fucking sword you know um there's a lot of that going on in diablo 4 when i was playing it all the items seemed to kind of drop and cater to my class which was cool um the world felt pretty alive uh you you would be able to travel outside the city and you'd see other players walking around kind of like an mmo there's like world bosses and shit it really felt like um diablo x world of warcraft and i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the crap out of that is the beta over is that why you're using past tense terms yes the beta is over it'll be back this weekend uh for people who pre-ordered the game i believe um but yeah, past tense terms, like, you know, they're doing like stress tests and they're checking things out. Like there are some balancing issues right now with the game. And there's a couple of things that are, you know, there's some, it has a little bit of issues, you know, like any sort of beta would, you know, um, 
balancing like the barbarian is definitely weaker than any of the other classes you know um it just doesn't feel as good to play as some of the range classes right now which is unfortunate but i'm sure they'll be able to tune it but also um you know it's a snapshot we're not getting the full picture either you know the late game systems we have no idea how a late game build plays it could be absolutely like barbarian could be absolutely broken we don't know we've right. only played up to level 25 but yeah that's like my little gush over diablo 4 it was really fun i, I it comes out uh june 23rd i want to say like oh that's not, uh, it's actually further than i thought that's like april may june About two months right yeah, like so, uh, it comes out. I want to get the exact date tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. See you later, buddy. I gotta go to sleep. I gotta get up early and fucking play this shit. June sixth, according to TechRadar.com, June sixth on PS5, Xbox Series X, last generation consoles, and PC. Yeah, when that when that does come out, um, the next uh play test, I will see if I can get you a beta key if you want to play. It's so it it's super fun. You would enjoy it. It's rad. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I think you would enjoy the shit out of it. Looking at screenshots of it, it looks pretty dope. I'm pretty. I might dabble. I might dip my toes in it. I might dip I, my toes I, in it. But I think but, you but. would be a really good introduction to like that element of the games and the so like guys. I am the PC nerd. I always have been the PC nerd. Our boy over here is not the PC nerd. He is like the turbo console lord. That's true. I'm not going to argue to be that. PC nerd. Hopefully. You say, that, you say that with confidence. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're going to fucking love it, man. I, I really think do. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely get into PC. I don't know if it'll ever be my main way of playing video games, but I could see it being up there for sure. You know that um off topic, but with Steam, um, you can actually broadcast your games from your computer to your couch and play them with a the controller. It's not the same, Michael. Oh, it, it is. It's, no, it's, it's decided, I've decided it's not the same. I've decided that it's not the same. You know what? I'm going to go get a Steam box and use my Steam controller on my television. Do you hate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so fucking bad. I was so excited for them in high school when they were coming. Like, I was yes, so dude. excited. I, I, was, I think I remember talking to you, like, being like, yo, this is what's going to get me into PC gaming. Like, a Steam box, let's do it. Didn't happen. Dude, they still, um, you can still, sh they still ship the Steam OS, but like that shit locked so that the Steam Deck could run. Um, I know, but the Steam Deck, like mobile gaming has never been my thing. So I got a Steam Deck and I just, you know, I never leave my fucking house and I'm not going to sit on my couch and play the Steam Deck when I can go, you know, I can sit on my couch and play it on the TV screen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I... It's great for people who travel for sure. Like 100%, you know? Yeah. So if the Diablo 4 open beta is this weekend or closed beta or whatever, it might clash with some other plans that I have this weekend, Michael, because the long-awaited, much-anticipated... Hello Kitty Island Adventure 4? Hello Kitty Island Adventure 4. Oh, remake. dude, I've been waiting for that game for a long time. Resident Evil 4 2023. That game's for babies. You have to, speci you have to specify 2023. <laughs> comes out on friday and we're gonna do a quick review roundup as, of it as we uh as i stated in the beginning of the show remember we were talking a few episodes ago about 
whether or not Dead Space remake or the Resident Evil Four remake would win would be like the remake of the year. It, yeah, it's fucking close. Review scores seem to think it like it is very close. We're uh, Resident Evil Four as of time of recording, which is um, March twenty first. Resident Evil 4 2023 is sitting at a 92 on Open Critic and a 93 on Metacritic, which is really fucking good. A lot of outlets, and by a lot, I mean like two that I've seen, are saying that it, it not only is it like one of the best remakes of all time, but it is one of the best Resident Evil games of all time. Um, not too surprised, being as Resident Evil 4 is the best Resident Evil game of all time. I don't care if people want to disagree with me. They absolutely can. They're wrong. But, um... <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised, I... like, that this remake is killing it. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's interesting, right? So, Motive took the direction of Dead Space, and they kind of moved it in the right direction, right? You know what I'm talking about with that whole thing? They said, they looked at the game and said, okay, these are the glaring problems of 2008. And then they fixed them and then improved upon the game and turned it into something magical, right? I'm kind of excited to see what Capcom does. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind There's of, been a lot of improvements, apparently. I'm sure they did a lot of improvements, but I want to see if they, like, fleshed out other systems. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I can tell you, so I've been following this game with a fucking very close eye, because as we've talked about, Resident Evil 4, the original one, is like my second favorite game of all time. Um, behind this little indie title called Bioshock that we don't speak of that often. And uh indie I've, title been following, I've been following this game with a very close eye and I've I've learned about a lot of systems that they've added in. There's almost uh, there's I don't know if a parry system is the right term, but there is a, a blocking system with your knife to avoid damage. There's a a, a little bit of a dodge shuffle which is incredibly useful, I can already tell you, just from play, playing the demo. Um, Leon can crouch, which is cool. You know, stealth. Leon has, Leon has kneecaps, everybody. Leon has kneecaps. Well, yeah, Leon can't... He's got kneecaps that let him uh, walk while aiming, which is, you know, to be expected. But that's a huge improvement from the, from the F4... Or from the original right there. Mm. Um, and apparently some areas have also been expanded on. Like, have you played the demo? Yeah, no, it was, it, dude, demo was sick. It, like, it was the, really uh, fucking good. It was really fucking good, dude. It's a very, it's very fucking pretty. I mean, that their engine, their engine is just insane, dude. The the reach for the moon engine is absolutely bonkers. Um, it's a what crazy. That's what it's yeah, that's what it stands for. Reach for the moon. Real, I thought it was uh, literally this whole time. I thought it was just re engine. I mean, that's what it's called, but it's it stands for Reach for the Moon Engine. Um, not Resident Evil Engine, which a lot of people think that's what it is. Um, it is not that. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a it's an absolutely insane engine, and the it just looks the game looks fucking gorgeous. The village in the demo is like a shot for shot remake of how it was in the two thousand five original. But there's been so much added to it, like foliage and like, it just feels, it's a, you know, I mean, it's a remake. It's not a remaster. It's a full remake. So you, it's very obvious. So a lot of, a, a lot of places apparently have been expanded upon and fleshed out to make the pacing a little bit less jarring, I guess. 
because you know that game's pacing is kind of all over the place yeah it's like the like, one complaint i would say about the, the classic very all over the place pacing so i guess they they did a little bit to remedy that which is chef's kiss you know yeah no it sounds like you know uh, we're both on the same page like i i'm happy that the remakes are getting proper remakes instead of these like weird you never know, like silent hill like to remaster or whatever where it's just like they just retextured the game and said go suck our fucking asses yeah they uh they're it's it's awesome that two of the most beloved survival horror games i i mean i could say two of the most beloved of all time probably got really awesome remakes this year with just like teams that clearly care about like the source material and they want it to they want to make they want to do the original good you know yeah i mean there's like such a cult following for a lot of these titles too so like you know the minute they get announced there's such an expectation there that they kind of have to live up to otherwise they just basically there's no way they can lose money right like these titles have just you know the it's all a game they want to make as much money as possible so this resident evil 4 one they probably pumped an absurd amount of capital into this thing just to make this oh, yeah. thing. The they most... know. Yeah. These guys, yeah, they, they comes like, we have a giant fucking money bag right here. We have a giant money bag. We can just suck in dollars right now. All we have to do is just make it pretty and play well. So my question for you is, where does Capcom go from here with the Resident Evil franchise? <laughs> Does uh, do they go for Resident Evil Nine and continue the story of uh, the Winters? Do they go with another remake? You know, Resident Evil Code Veronica has been on a lot of people's minds. Resident Evil Zero. Do they remake Resident Evil One, or do they take a little uh, pause from the franchise? I think they need to like throw a wrench in everybody's expectations and like just have one letdown, and like they just need to like they need to remake operation raccoon city but instead of it actually being orc just uh just make it a rail shooter like the rambo game <laughs> well, you know they could remake the actual rail shooter games they made for the wii the umbrella chronicles those are pretty good actually no no one's no one's thinking about those what if it's another remake and it's resident evil the umbrella the umbrella chronicles you can imagine just showing up at Laser Quest and just having the newest Capcom games in there. I played that for the Wii when it launched with my brother. It was pretty fun, wasn't it? Yeah, those were Not pretty bad. good games. Yeah, they were fun. Like, I didn't hate them. Like, you just, like, uh, but, you know, I think rail shooters are just kind of on their way bad. out now. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think they're just bad. I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it. Rail shooters are fucking stupid. I'm looking yeah, at me- you, House of the Dead. I think that they were fun though, like in like arcades and shit. I mean, like, in what arcades, else are you gonna do yeah. in a fucking arcade? You know, but like, yeah, when you're, in arcades, they're fun. When you're at your house, you're like, the last thing you wanna do is play a fucking rail shooter because you need to have yeah. the ambiance of a rail shooter. It's gotta be loud as fuck. There's gotta be an right. eight year old having a fucking birthday party down the hall from you. There's gotta yep. be like fucking blood, sweat, tears, and fucking popcorn juice all over the fucking, fucking place. Snot and boogers all over the gun because those guys don't clean it up in between uses and shit. <laughs> yeah, like. it's got to smell like gamer grease in there. Yeah, yep, it's got to be disgusting. I don't, yeah. When I saw that the House of the Dead games were being released for the PS5 and the Xbox, I was like, all right, like, why? I'm going to play a race. <laughs> all right, like, why? Like, it's bonkers. But, I, I mean, I personally... I hope they kind of. I hope they take a pause from the remakes. I hope we see Resident Evil Nine. And 
God, I don't even know. I don't know where to go because I wouldn't want to touch a remake of re- the original Resident Evil. I don't know if they should do that. You know what I've been thinking that would be really interesting is if they actually rewrote some of the canon material to like better suit the story, like to facilitate it better. Yeah. To, you know, like I've always wondered why, like, for example, like a good example, what a game that deserves like a proper remake, but like a total rewrite to the story would be Dead Space 3 right like i could see you know motive and ea just going back to the drawing board with that one okay well let's keep the environment the same but let's change the characters around let's change like the direction of this this game right like i could see foresee that being decent you know i wonder if resident evil may benefit from something like that as well because this story especially initially in the beginning there I don't think the story has been anything crazy, you know? We only started... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to continue because I was going to go on my own tangent. No, I want to... Let's, let's go hear your tangent and we'll come back to what I'm think, what I'm saying. Because I so have like, a feeling. Mm-hmm. The, the thing with Resident Evil, though, is what... And I love all these games. You know, I love Resident Evil. But, like, what the, what the fuck is Capcom doing? Like, genuinely, I mean that in a nice way. They're remaking... Two, three, and four. Awesome. They're all great. Three, you know, has some caveats to it, but it's a great game. What's there is great. But, and then totally unrelated, there's, you know, seven, eight, and I would presume nine is coming, right? Because seven and eight were massive successes. But they're not tying them together into one universe. They're not like, so, okay, if they do remake one, is Resident Evil remake one, two, three, and four its own thing, and then there's gonna be yeah, here's a whole nother universe. Like you know, are we doing like a fucking Sony Spider-Man and fucking MCU Spider-Man universe type scenario with Resident Evil? Like, I wish there was a little bit more cohesiveness because I agree with what you're saying. Like rewrite the story, but if they rewrite the story and make you know Resident Evil one and kind of fine tune it to build the universe around it are they ever going to use that story that they're writing and apply it to Resident Evil 7 and 8, you know? Yeah, my old, my biggest issue is, like like you were saying, with the Resident Evil games is that it's just, they had so much can't like material, and then they all just died at 6. And then they just said, oh yeah, this shit's stupid. Let's go fucking talk about Ethan Winter. Well, I mean, it probably should have died with 6, because that game's fucking dog shit. So, yeah, it's but, pretty bad. Um, yeah. I don't you know. know what I'm saying? No, I agree. Resident Evil 6 seems to be the end of end of everything that was happening. And then I still don't know what's going on with 7 and 8 because, first of all, the Chris from Resident Evil 7 that you see at the end of Resident Evil 7 looks nothing like the Chris from Resident Evil 8. He, Resident Evil 8 Chris looks like Resident Evil 5 Chris. Is that the same Chris? Is it like, what the fuck is going on in the Resident Evil universe? Yeah, it's just, it's all over the place, right? Like, we have, I feel like there's, like, two timelines of stories now. There's, like, the original stories that have tons of games, like, formulating around that universe. And then you have, you know, um, this new timeline with the Winters now. And it's just, it's just interesting, to say the least. So, yeah, I want to know, like I said, is this the Chris we saw from Resident Evil 6? If I think it, so. and if, if it is like are we gonna see leon in resident evil 9 because then we know leon's in that like i don't know 
How old would how old would Leon be if he's like he'd be like ninety if if Chris Redfield is like eighty in, in Resident Evil Seven, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chris Redfield is like forty in Resident Evil Eight. Dude. I know it just it oh. just feels so weird seeing him so fucking old. Yeah, uh, he's he's probably gonna be in his mid forties then, huh? Yeah, that is crazy. See what I'm saying though? Like, I can't wait to see like Leon. He's gonna be like wrinkly as fuck doing karate kicks, and like Ada is gonna be like have oh, dementia. Oh, hold on. Let's take a pause. How old? How wrinkly do you think people in their forties are, Mike? <laughs> Just I'm saying like yeah, man. It's like it's like uh, it's like Battlefield 2042 mixed with Resident Evil in my mind right now. It's like fucking 60 years in the future. I don't know. I don't know about all that, Mike. You're talking gibberish to me. I mean, it's but, definitely not gonna happen, but like, I, I would, could, I, I think it'd be fucking hilarious. That'd be something uh, Capcom of fifteen years ago would do—a Resident Evil that takes place in the future. I could fucking one hundred percent see it. You think so? I maybe oh, yeah. like maybe yeah, Resident Capcom Evil. Capcom of two thousand ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, dude, they need to remake Operation Raccoon City. I'd play the shit out of that. Operation Raccoon City gets a bad rap. I don't think it's that bad of a game. It's a bad game, but it's not that bad of a game. It's bad, but it's bad, but it's a fun kind of bad. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I think Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City gets a bad rap. We, we've been talking. You know what? I'm fucking sick of this. I'm fucking sick of this. Let's move on. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm done with. I'm <laughs> done with their wrinkly asses. I'm fucking good. I'm thinking uh, about because this next like story that I that I put down on our on our on our little docu sheet. It's so it breaks my little my little tiny heart because you know you and I talked not really talked about but you know game preservation is super important right in the digital age people like me buy all their games digitally right and we think that our games are safe our purchases are safe we're going to everything we just bought we're going to have forever and then you get these big these big fat cats in in DC staring down at us that work for EA, you know, with their top hats and their cigars and their little monocles and their little Monopoly boards, and they say, no, we're going to take those games away from you. We're going to take those games away. And so EA is going to delist Battlefield Bad Company 1 and 2, Battlefield 1943, and the original Mirror's Edge from digital storefronts in April. Basically... You can no longer access or purchase them on digital storefronts. And to make matters worse, this coming December, online servers will shut down for the aforementioned Battlefield games, making them pretty much unplayable unless you want to play the single-player campaign. That's another kick to the groin for players right there. I mean, like I said, like, um, you know, I, I any sort of game that has a server like an online community aspect of it i feel like is eventually going to shut down the whole mirror's edge thing that's kind of a curveball honestly i'm surprised that they're gonna go can that one because that's not online at all is it i don't think so yeah that's weird that they would be pulling that one down um, a lot of when it comes to single player games like that a lot of it has to do with licensing like oh there's a fucking artist who who wrote a song from mirror's edge 15 years ago or whenever that came game came out and the license for the track you wrote ran out or runs out in twenty twenty four, so we're just gonna pull it. Okay, so it's like 
by keeping the game up and making money off of said game equals legal trouble for the company because some artist wrote a song for the game. That's, that's usually the case. Ago. Yeah, that's usually the case. That's why digital games get pulled randomly. Sometimes they will get put back up if the game if they decide to like re up the license for it. But you know, EA, they're they're not. I don't think that's gonna happen with Mirror's Edge. I don't know the reason for it, but I'm assuming that's the reason. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know Mirror's Edge 2 came out, what, not too long ago, right? It was a couple years ago. 2018, probably, I think. Yeah, see, Mirrors. I, it, it breaks my heart because the, the Bad Company games were my introduction to Battlefield in 2008, 2009. Those were my introduction to the, to the Battlefield franchise, a franchise that I do really love now. And uh, the Bad Company games 1 and 2 both have incredible campaigns that people can, they will be able to purchase um physical copies from ebay and retro video game stores and play through the the awesome campaigns that are included but you know the multiplayer is such a core gaming memory of mine of fucking playing bad company 2 multiplayer and it's actually funny that this new story should come out today or yesterday or whenever because uh i actually fucking put booted up bad company 2 on my xbox and played a match a full match of battlefield bad company 2 yesterday Dude, Bad Company like, 2 awesome. is the best one, man. That was it's so the, good. That was the best one. Yeah, I, I, it's it's such a shame when companies decide to do this because, you know, game preservation is serious. And, there, you know, I was saying before we went live on the podcast about limited run games, they'll do, like, limited physical copy pressings of indie games. And shit like that is important because, you know... Obviously, physical copies of games can get damaged, they can get lost, they can get stolen, you know, yada, yada, yada. But your digital games are probably, arguably, even less safe. Like, with it, there needs to be a way that we can preserve video games because one, some of the most heartbreaking things is, is stuff going away forever and never being able to be, like, enjoyed or, or, or cherished again. I mean, look at a... A few months ago, earlier in the year, or late last year, when Warner Media pulled a bunch of TV shows off HBO Max, and all those TV shows that were only on HBO Max are just gone. Cannot they, They're gone. It's like they wrote them off as tax write-offs, and you cannot access those movies, those shows. Like, And the writers and the creators of those shows watch years of hard work just disappear, and that's kind of what's going to happen right now for the people who made Mirror's Edge. And the people behind Bad Company 1 and 2 and Battlefield, it's like their work's done and it's gone and no one can enjoy it anymore. I went off on a tangent. I apologize. No, you're good. So here's here's my take on that, right? Is like, yeah, okay, buying your game digitally, right? I don't think that's even a great idea anymore, right? Like eventually, you know, the download in JetSurf or whatever you want to call it is going to go belly up depending on the company, right? Like look at EA, Eventually, they're going to shut down whatever. The only way to truly preserve your games like that is to have it in a format that's downloadable and open to everybody. Now, I'm not advocating for piracy at all, but if you own the game, you should be able to like download a ROM for the game that you own. You know, just there are, you know, there are sites and stuff like that. The idea behind it is if you own the game, you'll, you know, if you want to play the game on a different system, you should be privy to doing so and i i wholeheartedly support that um and that's the only true media or medium is like either physically you have the physical copy of the game to preserve the the art right or you have like a rom 
from somebody or on like a disc somewhere. I mean, I think that open file ROM or whatever is probably the safest way, right? Because even discs can get, like I said, damaged. Yep. Discs definitely can get damaged. The best way to do it, I think, is just to have like a your ROM saved somewhere, you know, and have multiple copies of said ROM. If you purchase the game, you should be able to own the ROM and yeah, be able to 100%. emulate it later on. Um, I mean, oh, sorry, continue. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, you bet your fucking ass. Friday, after I get out of work, I'm heading down to my local video game store and I'm picking up a copy of Bad Company 1 and 2. I don't care about, about Mirror's Edge, no offense. I never played 1943. I know that was an Xbox Arcade title, I think, and it was fucking awesome. My brother loved it. I don't think I ever played it. But I'm going down there, I'm picking up a copy of Bad Company 1 and 2 because, one, people are eventually going to make a fucking killing on that game on eBay. You've seen the prices of some retro video games. They're stupid. Um, and I, I don't want those games to be gone from me forever. You know, like I said, those games are core gaming memories for me, so. Yeah, no, like, definitely preserve your media. Like, that is very important, you know. Um, again, I, I advocate for, like, having a copy of a ROM. That's turbo important, like, beyond important. I think everybody should have not only, your, like, physical stuff, but you should definitely have digital, you know. Um... That those are like the two like major talking points. Like you can talk to any sort of person that's into like game emulation, they're like, oh yeah, well like, you know, that's another issue we can talk about. You know, um, the whole buying retro games thing. You know how you said like some games cost a fucking fortune, right? Yeah. Like I agree, right? Like it's it's insane. I used to own, for example, I paid for um. I had a copy of Win. I was using another game we talked about. I think Winback, right? right? Okay, I had that game. I had it for the PlayStation Two, and I fucking had it for the N sixty four, and I bought both copies of that game. Um, I but I paid into it twice. Um, I don't know if I have the game somewhere in the house still. I know that I paid for it. So do I feel bad about downloading a ROM for it? Probably not. I already paid for it, you know, and like you're not going to get that game anywhere else. And I'm sure a copy of that is well over like 40 bucks on eBay right now. And you I know, mean, you'd... yeah, you, you'd think, I mean, dude, some Silent Hill games that I, I collect Silent Hill games because it's one of my favorite franchises. Trying to find Silent Hill fucking shattered memories for the PlayStation 2, that will net you minimum $90. Minimum, you're $90 for that game. So. Winback's $24 right now. That's not bad. That's not bad. This is because it wasn't like a cult classic. Like, you're right. Silent Hill probably is insane. Well, oh, yeah. Like... I'm looking curious right now on eBay. Bro, Silent Hill Shattered Memories, PS2, $435. $400. Promo version, rare, $100. Don't believe that for a second. $179, $192, $299, one sixty. Like, you're, you cannot get Shattered Memories for the PS2 for less than $100. And that is another, like, that is, that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down. That's fucking toxic behavior by gamers, by, by gamers is to, to do this with video games. Like, you, know, you are, it's, it's, I don't know if gatekeeping is the right term, but, like, this is a game people cannot access anywhere unless they have the game. And there are people like me, in case you want to donate your copy of Shattered Memories, 
who have never played Silent Hill Shattered Memories because they can't afford to drop $400 on it, but they have no option. So their only their only option is to do what you're saying and to go online and try to find a ROM for it or shell out a half a grand, and it's just fucked. What was the uh, last... The Shattered Memories, right? What was the last system that that game came out on? It came out on PS2, PSP... And the Nintendo Wii, with the Nintendo Wii being the original and the best version of it, apparently. I got you. Yeah, so guess what we're going to be playing eventually is uh, <laughs> Shatter Memories, I think. Yeah, what, you, you find a ROM of it or some shit? Oh, yeah, I, already, but, I already found a ROM, yeah. yeah see, Simple like, as Googling shit, yeah. And that's, that's the answer most of the time, you know? You can get a copy for the Wii for around 80 bucks, it looks like, on eBay, 76, 60, you know, but, like, even that. I don't know if you know this, but like fucking Nintendo Wii games retailed at fifty dollars. So, so I, like I don't know. So you want to hear and hear a weird dilemma now that I'm thinking I wanna hear, about? I want to hear. I want to hear everything. So here's my weird dilemma, right? Is that let's say you don't own Shattered Memories, right? And you right. want to play don't. Shattered Memories, right? I want. I want to play it so bad. Okay. You want to play Shattered Memories, right? You know how we talk about this whole dilemma where it's like, oh, if you paid for the game, then you should be able to get the ROM. Right. Right. If you buy the game from another person, like a peer-to-peer sale, so like a scalper, or a collector, you know, whatever, right? right? Technically, the company is not getting the money for right. that game. Right. Even though that, you own yeah. the copy. So right. does that necessarily make it right of you to own the ROM because you yeah. didn't pay your dues? Here's the thing. Here's and like I have maybe maybe some people might think of this as a negative viewpoint on it, but if Konami is doing nothing to remedy situations like this to make the game more I don't like I'm not asking him to repress fucking Nintendo Wii copies of Shattered Memories. Oh, but we are. But we are like, holding the fucking loaded gun to their head. But like even looking at some of the original Silent Hill games, like find a way to make them playable for modern gamers. This is the kind of shit that we're talking about where these games are just fucking gone unless you want to shell out a couple hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? So the the company Konami, who we have talked about, who does not give a shit about their IP, um, unless they're doing something something actively to remedy situations like this, scalpers and flippers and people doing this, yeah, I would say you're probably in the right to download a ROM. Because like, what do they want me to do? I'm not. You're not going to get money from me if I buy a second hand anyway. You might as well let Bro, me download a ROM of it. Bro, I know what to do. I know how you can pay it forward to get your ROM with a with a clean conscience. I What's figured up? it out, bro. So you gotta go to Mohegan Sun and you gotta find a Konami machine, and you gotta pull that bitch till you lose eighty dollars. <laughs> What's up, bro? Literally, <laughs> the, the, Konami takes me to court, and I'm like, guys, I put fifty bucks into the fucking pachinko machine at Mohegan owned by Konami. I pay. I paid for the game, like. That's exactly. Uh, they'll they'll just kick the case out there. It's like, wait, you paid it forward? All right, you're fine. Yeah. It's it's sad. I kind of went off on a tangent because like that topic is so important to me. Game preservation and and shit like that is so important to me. Um, I don't know if you know this, Mike, because we don't talk about that often. But I I am a big collector of retro. I use that word loosely. Video games, and I say 
retro loosely is because like to me i just collect video games from the console generation that like you and i grew up with i i collect ps2 original xbox and gamecube games and and uh some 360 games but like because i think those games they're all eventually going to go to the wayside like i'm looking at my my library of of ps2 games and like fucking original xbox games right now and some of them while albeit not like the most rare you know some of them like people deserve to be able to pick up and play whenever they want even if they're not you know new games and it sucks that they can't so you know if you see a copy of a game you like in a store fucking grab it you never know what's gonna happen to it dude i've been saying this for a minute but older games are better than new games like in almost every single facet outside of like quality of life i i, I, I really do i agree that. i agree. like uh sound design and stuff like that like developers had to be a lot more creative with the way that they would craft the game just so that way it was fun you know they didn't have multi-million dollars of fleshed out technology to work with at that point you know it was all you know okay well let's do this to make this work you know you know what i'm saying um i I don't know and there's like a lot of like god there's so many memorable songs and themes and whatnot of older games that i've played that you know um just gets stuck in my head from time to time. I can't really say the same with like newer games. You know, I I don't have that same connection to their like themes or songs. I with the exception of like the Souls games, like I hear a song from that, I still get fucking goosebumps because like there's something primal in my brain that says, "Oh, I hear this yeah. song, I'm gonna fucking die." But I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Like, yeah, I I hold. In my hands right now, I'm holding it up to my monitor as if there's a camera there. A very good conditioned Simpsons hit and run video game for the PlayStation oh, 2. Complete with, complete with manual in perfect shape and a disc in perfect shape. And this game, looking on eBay, $52, $60, $75. Like... And, like, that's not that much money for a fucking PS5 game and a Series X game. But this fucking game came out in 2004. This game is almost 20 years old. I understand, like, original copies of, like, fucking Super Mario 64 if they be inexpensive, right? But games like this, they're only expensive because people decide to make them expensive. I I think there's an argument like I can't even be mad about them for that because that's capitalizing on the market like oh these are not being printed anymore so now that now they're more like a commodity they they now they have a price that fluctuates like that's like a, a stock now <laughs> you know what I'm saying same, that's the same energy as people who buy fucking Taylor Swift tickets with bots and then sell them to fucking actual Taylor Swift fans for fucking triple the price you know what I'm saying it's a lot less egregious. But it's the same fucking toxic fucking energy that I just don't like, you know? I don't agree with it, but I also understand where the market is born out of. Does that make sense? Like, you're not going to catch me going out of my way and buying up, you know, older video games just to gatekeep that content, you know? Or, like, just... If I was going to buy an older video game, it's because I obviously really like the fucking thing and I want to keep it, you know? Um... Also, I'm, I, I'm, 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 sorry, I know you, I, I no, know no, you go ahead. Go ahead. no, I said, go. Also, 
I'm wrong. Apparently, Simpsons Hit and Run is worth more money than Super Mario 64 in original cartridge, so... Really? And well, that, better, make, better, that makes better sense. Game. That game was better a game. banger. That game was a banger. Yeah. Who, who the fuck is Mario? We all know who Homer Simpson is. Who the fuck is Mario? You know what I'm <laughs> Homer, saying? Homer Simpson. Breaks my heart. I think... I don't know. It's a... It's a I think doing shit like that... I understand that it's a direct result of companies delisting games and, you know, supply and demand. But... I... I I don't know. I think it's a pretty shady thing to do. Uh, it's fucked up. I don't, you know, these games are beloved to so many people, and if stopping somebody who, like, their favorite game of all time is fucking shattered memories, and they can no longer play it because the only copies are up there for $500, and I don't care about shattered memories, but I'm holding on to mine because I know it can be worth $500, I'm just stopping somebody from enjoying something, you know? It's I'm just, surprised you didn't play because you're such a Silent Hill guy. And you know what's funny is I don't think you were ever really like a turbo Silent Hill dude for a while. No, until, not until uh, three or four years ago. I binged all of them except two. Like two games, not Silent Hill 2. Like I, I, the only ones I haven't played are Shattered Memories for obvious reasons and Silent Hill Origins, which I own two copies of, but I still have not beaten. All the other ones I've I've completed. That's a very like that's like an interesting thing to do. To like subject yourself to. You're like, huh, this game is a cult following. Let me go fucking rip it apart. I've been doing that for with a lot of games that are, you know, globally loved games. I've been like, why do people so many people love Silent Hill? Let me dive into it. And, you know, they all hold up. If you like that that kind of survival horror game with the fucking fixed camera angle and tank controls, they do hold up. You know, Silent Hill one, two, and three I think are all fucking absolute classics silent hill 3 is my personal favorite of the original the original um three uh silent hill 4 hit or miss you know but yeah it's yeah so you're right i was not always a silent hill guy until about three years ago and then i uh you know i went on my little rampage of them you know how i remember that is because i remember getting the remakes for silent hill 2 and you were judging me hardcore for it yeah that sounds like <laughs> me i think i feel like i o- almost vaguely remember that as well as weird as that sounds yep like I remember, back in the day I, for 360 or some shit right yep yeah you judged right. the shit out of me for it i almost feel as if you let me borrow them too yep, I, 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 did. You know, I think i did i was gonna say like i feel like i remember that vaguely yeah that was the boy how the turntables have turned dude <laughs> yeah you're like now it's like oh these games are fucking awesome like yeah been saying that yep. been saying that yeah um Meanwhile, you're sitting there trying to get me to play fucking Glover. Glover? No, I'm trying to get you to play Leisure Suit Larry, bro. Oh, dude, that's my game right there. Leisure Suit Larry, wet dreams don't die. That, bro, you, that... don't, you don't know Glover, bro? No, I don't know Glover. You don't know fucking Glover? There's no way you don't know Glover. No, I don't know Glover, bro. Oh, shoot, shoot me with some Glover facts. All right. So I, Glover... I had one more topic, but that, that other topic can wait till next week. I don't give a shit. Let's do. Let's look up some Glover. <laughs> let's talk shit. about Glover, dude. Glover is like objectively like the worst fucking game ever. Like it's bad. It's really. Uh, I googled really... Glover and Donald Glover came up. Uh, let me see. If I can just. I'm just gonna show you. I'm just here. Let me just make your first instance into Glover. The, this image I'm sending you right here, so you can understand my pain. It this looks like Glover. Super Mario 64. It looks like his fucking glove. 
<laughs> so bad. Oh my god, wait a minute. That is, it is. It's his. Is this a real game? Like, are you he, fucking with me? Is that's this, a is real game, real? dude. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Here. This, this game is really bad. Uh, you, you're a glove and you push a ball. And that, that that's a still from the game, by the way. Yeah, I'm looking at stills right now, too. What the fuck? Glover is a 1998 platform video game developed by Interactive Studios and published by Hasbro Interactive for the Nintendo 64 and Windows in 1998 and for the PlayStation in 1999, branded under Hasbro Interactive's Atari Interactive label. The game follows a magical four-fingered glove named Glover, surprisingly, in his quest to restore the Crystal Kingdom by retrieving crystals that were lost. Nice. The Nintendo 64 and Windows versions were received generally positive, while the PlayStation version garnered negative reviews. A sequel titled Glover 2 was planned but eventually canceled. A second updated Windows port was released in 2022, and later in 2022, a port was announced for modern consoles. Is Glover out for the Nintendo Switch? Oh my Whoa. god. Glover, Glover is on Steam for 12 Glover bucks. Glover is coming out. Glover is coming out for the Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S do this we, year. Do we just stumble onto the Glover conspiracy? Are we going to be a fucking... Are we going to stream Glover live? Is that going to be our first ever live stream game? Is the <laughs> Glover we really? have to play Glover. I think I have to what play Glover. What the fuck? Bro, it doesn't look as bad as Bubsy. You remember Bubsy? Bubsy was bad. Bubsy was bad, dude. Bubsy 3D, I think, for the original PlayStation was bad, bro. People used to fucking... Sh this game was interesting. Like, like I don't know. It was just an interesting fucking game. A Glover or, Bu or Bubsy? I'm talking about Glover again, because, like, I'm <laughs> still on the fact that they made a game about a fucking glove. But Bubsy, also an interesting fucking game. Fucking Glover. Fucking Glover and fucking Bubsy, dude. I gotta somehow make the, uh, make, like, a, a, a thumbnail video of, like, those two making out. Like, real hardcore Rule 34 type shit with Glover and Bubsy. You know, what the fuck I just as, what as the a non-PC gamer, gotta respect the Rule 34 shit post right there. Mm, delish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Rule 34 you know, you know Glover. Can't wait. Uh, you know what, bro? Hold up. But while we end, this is going to be the good ending of the podcast. I'm just going to hit a bing. You know, Microsoft bing. Glover rule 34. Oh, you're not, you're not ready for that. It's going to be scary. <laughs> uh, save search is on. Let's turn it off. Oh, fuck me. What am I going to do? Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, that's so gross. Ew. Okay, stop. Uh, <laughs> you just, you, 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 uh, chewed off more than you can bargain whatever that's supposed to mean yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna do any more rule 34 on low gravity that was last time and when glover gets involved it gets a little bit crazy around these parts yeah yeah we're gonna keep glover rule 34 off the low gravity channel i don't know i think that's that should be the main focus i think Mike, we should consistently be making glover rule 34 content We'll hide. We'll 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 put Glover in some of our in some of our videos. We'll sneak him in there somehow. But 
imagine imagine being uh i don't know man glover is 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 a character that's for sure i don't know why my brain remembered him today i think it's because all the retro games i just remember playing that i'm like wow i uh, uh. it's like even back then there was like great value versions of our favorite characters oh yeah oh yeah the great value version of mario is glover Dude, fucking Bubsy. Look at the fucking Bubsy was the great value. Fucking what? Crash Bandicoot? What the fuck could you fucking uh, Banjo and Kazooie probably? I don't know, dude. Like Bubsy literally looks like a character out of Justin Roiland's universe. Nobody wins in that situation. I know, right? But like, you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone. Closing thoughts. The classic. We're gonna, you know, wrap it up. Closing thoughts of uh, this episode five of the Low Gravity Podcast. Uh, closing. Bid the big one, the huge one. Please do not search up Glover Rule Thirty Four. Don't do it. Glover's Glover's a homie, but don't be beating your meat to Glover. Don't be beating your meat to Glover. That's rule number one. Uh, number two. Download every illegal video game you can. Right? That's that's the way I should word that, right, Mike? Yeah, but like disclaimer, don't actually do that. Don't, Hard don't, wink. Don't do it. Don't wink, don't wink. do that. Quote quote. Don't don't do it. We're not uh, we don't advocate for any sort of piracy at all, but Halloween does come once a year and you can be a pirate then, so Yep. Boom. Uh point number three Bubsy. Right? That's all I got for that one, just Bubsy. Is it Bubsy? Yeah, Bubsy. Dude, imagine a fighting game, but there's only two characters. There's Bubsy and Glover. Who would win? Bubsy, Glover, and Leisure Suit Larry are the only three fucking... Oh, no! He's gonna fuck (laughs) him.